Hello and welcome to this episode of What the Fuck Did She Just Say? I am chilling out here with one of my girlfriends, Kaya. How you going, babe? Yeah, good. How are you? Epic. Um, so, Kaya and I have known each other for a while. How do we even cross paths? I don't even really remember how we cross paths. I oh. think it might have been like my... You knew my brother or... It was your original Diamond Cut days when you first had your salon in the middle of town. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Cool. Because your dad always talks about my bro. Yeah. That came on later. So I met your bro through his girlfriend. Um, I went to school with Becky. Right. Yeah. Sort of ended up connecting and I was like, oh my God, I know your sister. She's a little legend in Ipswich. And um, yeah, sort of went from there. And And I I just felt like I knew you the whole time along. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I was actually trying to think about it on the way here. I was like... How the fuck did I meet her? It was just one of those things that you kind of just go, hey, I know you. I think if you're from a small town, you kind of know everyone that's got big personality. You're cool. So. Let's let's be friends. Yeah. Whether you want to be or not. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be fucking friends. Um, and then obviously, like, the bike scene is definitely what has brought us together a lot more yeah. in, in that. And then, like I said, your dad knows my brother and your dad builds bike, my bro builds builds bikes his all that kind of stuff yeah but the reason I've got Kyra on with me today is we're just gonna have a chat about some of the shit that you go through when you are a woman in what is known to be a male dominated industry so Kyra works at a car yard um like you've worked there for like fucking forever hey eight years yeah well insane in the workshop so we've seen a lot done a lot yeah and then um kaya as well you've grown up around bikes like your entire life yeah yeah Yeah. i was that kid that was riding around on the petrol tank and my dad said thousands yeah yeah (laughs) and then and now you know you've been building your own bikes and playing with your own bikes and cars and all of that kind of stuff yeah um and so i guess like for me when I, like, I raced motocross when I was a kid, or, like, a teen, pre-teen, I don't know, like, 12 to 13, I raced motocross, and I remember, like, I remember this scenario, um, I'd actually come off on one of the tabletops, and there was the flag marshal at that tabletop, and he's come over, and he's sort of helped me up, and got me off my bike, and the paramedics were coming over, like, I think I broke my arm, that crash. God. <laughs> I'm always broken. Go home, go home. <laughs> but I just remember the one of the guys taking my helmet off and going, oh, fuck, you're a chick. And I'm <laughs> like, and? Like, can we focus on the fact that I have a broken arm and not the fact that I'm a chick, please? But exactly. it was just that moment. And for me, at that young age, it was that first experience of being judged doing what society said was a thing that only men and boys could do. Oh, all the time, honestly. Like, it wouldn't matter what it is if you are a girl in a male-dominated industry. It wouldn't matter what it is, social, professional, anything. As soon as they realise you're a girl and you're as equal to them as what they are, it's, I don't know if it's an intimidation thing, but they freak out. Um, they'll either compliment you and be like, wow, that's fucking sick. Or they'll cut you down. Yeah. One of the two, or make comments. It's, it's never in between. Yeah. No, it's no. sort of, it's like either end of the spectrum. They're either fucking against you or they're like super supportive. hundred percent. Um, and so what's probably like one of the craziest scenarios for you that you've experienced perhaps like at work? Where someone has been like, shut you down. Um, 
at work, so because I'm an advisor, I sit at the front counter, I communicate what is wrong with the vehicle that's just come in for the day. Um, craziest scenario I ever had. Um, young girl came in, obviously. She was a learner driver. She wasn't quite sure. So she brought her dad and her boyfriend in and they just started chastising me, going, go and get a mechanic, you know, go get one of the boys in the workshop. You just sit down and do your paperwork. Real chauvinistic about it. Yeah. And I was like, no, they're all busy. But blah, 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 blah. I honestly spoke for about three minutes straight technical terms I made sense of it all I explained how and why this certain part of the vehicle broke um what we need to do to fix it where the parts are from and within five minutes they their jaws are on the floor going oh okay sorry sorry you do you kind of know what you're talking about <laughs> I'm like yeah well like I'd want to hope so I get paid for this so I'd be worried if I did it yeah 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 so um, it's just the whole go and get one of the boys is oh yeah honestly it happens all the time yeah yeah and it's just and it is hard and because the thing is as well like especially in the workplace you like you would walk out the back and i know you like your colleagues would just look at you and be like what the fuck do you need me for yeah they're like, like no you can tell them that go on <laughs> they're they're like, don't need me. we don't want to have to go deal with that shit no um, or they'll come up and say the exact same thing i just said and then they're like oh oh sorry shit. yeah yeah and i know like it was um I think it was maybe like last year, um, you're rebuilding one of your Harleys at the moment. Like I have bikes, I ride bikes, I love bikes. I'm not going to pretend to know anything of fucking about bikes. <laughs> I've got my dad and my brother. So I'm really like, but you know, at the same time, my dad and my brother is uh, very much like, if you're going to ride it, you need to fucking learn about it. At least the basics and what to check to get yourself out of trouble. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like. Yeah check your fuel (laughs) (laughs) like honestly we've all been there we've run out of fuel i did it a couple of weeks ago oh my god i did it like two weeks ago i ran out of fuel like turning into my fucking street at least it was in your street i was halfway back from townsville (laughs) um but like i just remember it went down because you had a photo of you holding your fucking engine that was that's an interesting one 100 that like stuff i'm not going to pretend i'm instagram famous but if I go to black and car shows and stuff, people actually recognise me now. So that is kind of a yep. bit of a buzz when people are Miss like, Throttle, if you're looking for it. Her, her, links, her links will be in the in the podcast notes anyway. But yeah. That's it. Like, I was just small town girl building bikes in my dad's shed. Yeah. Like, I didn't pretend like I was somebody. And mm-hmm. um, it was actually one of my dad's best mates made the comment. And he's like, mate, every time you do a bike build, you got to get a photo of you you know holding that motor yeah fuck it's the heart of the bike well that's it it's a bit sentimental for a build that's so intricate that you have every nut and bolt apart on it Mm -hmm. and i was like i go to the gym i got this so picked it up videoed it so i could screenshot like the shot (laughs) um (laughs) there's there's methods behind it but um yeah it went viral honestly it reached 200,000 people within 24 hours it was insane and since then my following's grown everyone's like wow you're a girl building a harley that's sick and everyone's following my bike build now but then again on the contrast there's also people that are like that motor's fake it's not real it's photoshopped you got someone else to do it you photoshopped your head on it it's like yeah I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I barely yeah. put filters on my shit, let alone anything else. I couldn't be bothered photoshopping a fake motor for the sake of a photo. Like, I yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah, I remember, like, I didn't try and go too deep into the comments. But the interesting thing for me was, is there was, like, there was some women 
as oh, well yeah. that were tearing you down. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just dudes coming at you. It was actually, like, women. And, like, you know, it doesn't fucking matter what sex you are. Like, you don't need to fucking attack a human. Well, at the end um, of the day, a cool photo is a cool photo. If you're doing a cool thing, you're doing a cool thing. And, like, yeah. at the end of the day, I always go by the belief of building people up, not tearing them down. Fucking oath. And I think that's the thing. That's, unfortunately, that's the power of, you know, well, not the power, but that's the the crux of the internet really you know we're yes. both we both are building brands online and um i know we both experience it um you definitely need to fucking get on tiktok <laughs> like your shit would fucking go bonkers on tiktok dude i've got like almost a hundred thousand views on me cutting my own fringe <laughs> oh it's like it's like people commenting on it that aren't even fucking commenting in english i'm like i don't know if you're liking it or if you're being rude like no, that's, i actually get the translator out i've had Comment in like Italian, and I was like, "This is cool." <laughs> I'm like Google translating and responding in their language. It's great. Yeah, no. Nice. Makes you feel like you made it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when did you like? When did you get your bike license? I got my bike license in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was always cuts. I yeah. built my HX Kingswood with Dad when I was 16. My 16th birthday. We rolled my car out from under the house, which I was brought home from in hospital. Um, it was my parents' drive car. They split. Um, I ended up getting the car inherited to myself. Dad kept it for me. Cool. On my birthday, he gave me an angle grinder and said, cut sick. That was my birthday present. Yeah. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had <laughs> sockets that were the right size or nuts going, um. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up having the whole front end of the car pulled apart and half of the quarter sanded by that afternoon. Like, yeah. I loved it. Like, the minute that I started, I knew that that was for me. Was that was what stuff. you want to do. Yeah. Um, a year and a half later, the car went on the road. Um, it was my first car. I daily drove it for 10 years. Um, I only stopped daily driving it because V8s as a daily are really expensive. No, I was going to say, I'm like, house. you can't fucking afford oh. that shit these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, I mean, that's been... That car has been my identity for so long. Like everyone, It really was. Everyone knew you for that they car. They knew me as the chick with the blue Kingswood. Like, yeah. that was me. Um, but then I also got into circuit racing. So I was doing a lot of dirt. I was doing a lot of bitumen racing, um, short circuit, autocross. Like, I was dominating the yeah. scene. Um, it got to a point where I was bored with going out there and just coming home with a first-place trophy. There was no competition. There wasn't any rush anymore. It was just going out for a Sunday drive so I didn't lose my license. Yeah. Um, so I got bored and went, oh, kind of want to sell a car and um, get a bike. Yeah. I kind of regret selling the VK now, but live and learn. Yeah. Um, but I went and bought a KDM 250. Um, fell off that afternoon. It's fine. But I grew, <laughs> I grew up... Um, I grew up riding and I sort of outgrew my bike when I was 10 and sort of didn't really get another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. In 2014, I yeah bought the bike and went, oh, you know what? Like, that's fine, but I want my road bike license. I'm going to follow in dad's footsteps. So when I got my learners, um, we built a little cafe racer out of a TS185 ag bike. Is that, um, is that the, um, the Coyote? The Coyote, yeah. Yeah, that fucking thing, man. Like, that. It's cool. That, I it's mean, by, okay, like, I know a lot of women who are probably listening to this probably have, like, no idea or, you know, 
don't know a lot about bikes, but like this is a road bike that has a Kickstarter. All right, most road bikes are like a key and a button. Yeah. And this thing, you have to actually kick it over. It's a two-stroke, like a dirt bike. Yeah. So it sounds like a whippersnapper in <laughs> a dirt bike. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I had strawberry two-stroke oil in it, so it's not like strawberries if you're yeah. behind me. Yeah. Um, but we built that thing. It only cost us a thousand dollars. Um, took us about six months, and mm-hmm. we turned it from a really shitty-looking '90s dirt bike into this trophy winning cafe racer yeah um like honestly i've got a cupboard full of trophies from putting it in back shoes yeah um so i started on that and i was riding that around everywhere but because it was a 185 i was limited i couldn't yeah i couldn't go to the north side of brizzy i couldn't do my townsville trip that i just did like yeah i was restricted and um, when i got onto my opens i was like right that's it like i've always wanted a harley i'm getting a harley mm-hmm. my bike build came around because I remember once at a car show, I saw this girl um, swing her leg over this big bagger-looking thing. I was like, man, that's so cool. She's yeah. awesome. Like, fell in love instantly. Until she went to ride out of the car park, and she almost hit five cars on the way out because she couldn't handle it. Yeah, wow, um, right. So to yeah. me, you don't ride something outside of your capabilities. Hell yeah. And that's, like, very much for me. Like, I'm a fucking short ass. Same. You know, so, like, I love, like, I love when I come here and we go on rides and there's yeah. all these big bikes. Don't get me wrong. I'm never going to own a Harley. <laughs> like, I don't know how, I don't care what anyone says. Uh-huh, it's just not my gym. So I, I go I, for I different two, bikes. I've got two, one for you, one for me, and I'll ride both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do. But I look at those bikes and I'm like, I can't even fucking hold that thing up. Mm. There's no point in me trying to ride it. I'm like, I love the bikes with, you know, your big bars. And I'm like, yeah. if I had a bike with big, you know, fucking massive bars, I'd have to make a choice. Do I reach the pedals or the pegs? Sorry, not the pedals. Do I reach the pegs or do I reach the bars? Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't be able to reach both unless it was custom built. Which is what i'm doing yeah so i always wanted harleys like my dad's grown up um but i've grown up he's always built harleys he's owned harleys like yeah obviously fallen into it i fell in love with the sound and that's that mm-hmm. um i couldn't afford to go and spend 40 grand yeah. on a brand new harley um yeah. we were talking to one of my dad's friends he was building a project that was a shovel head frame so for those that don't know it's an older Harley, but it's a smaller frame. It's mm-hmm. three quarters the size of a normal Harley. Yeah. But he was cutting it, shutting it, welding it, and putting this bigger motor in it. And he's like, that'll be perfect for you. So yes, I picked sick. it up and I've been welding, I've been fabricating, I've been creating something that shouldn't fit to make it work and make it fit and make it look like a show bike. Yeah. The bike, honestly, is about six months out from being finished now. Like, we're on the home yes. stretch. Um, but it has literally been designed for me i sat on the bike with a pillow to pretend as the seat put my feet forward and we welded the forward controls so your pegs to where my foot <laughs> where your feet sat. go <laughs> that can't be any more like a perfect fit <laughs> well that's it and besides it's, it's like going and getting the ta- a tailored dress it honestly like this is. dress this bike it's is tailored for you, for you. Yeah. to a point with the colour scheme as well like I didn't want just a standard black Harley like everyone has either I did just see the paint job it's inside it's gorgeous isn't it <laughs> it's, it's so black fucking... at night time it's rose <gasps> gold it's sparkly blue in the daytime it changes colours the engine is rose gold it's yeah. gorgeous <laughs> it's a girl's bike it's such a girl's bike it's like everyone with me like, and the pink they're just like oh it's so pink I'm like it's actually really not that fucking pink <laughs> I'm like there's pink bits on my bike 
like, but it's not that pink. I'm like, you should see my fucking car. Exactly. Um, so I guess that's the thing. And it's, I think this like just kind of crosses over into anything in life. It's like creating something with your own hands yeah. is so rewarding. You're so proud of it. Yeah. Honestly, like you will take care of that thing like it's your own child. Yeah. And I won't let anyone else ride my bike. I I will baby that thing to the end of the day because yeah. I have put so much literal blood, sweat and tears into legit. that bike. Like honestly. legit. <laughs> and there's tears in the paintwork. There really is. I was so sad rubbing that bike. <laughs> um, but I mean, so much grinding. We did yeah. so much fabricating. Uh, one of my tatters has a scar taken out of it because of fabricating because and of welding it. and grinding. And yeah. You know, you wear your safety gear, right? You don't wear jeans. Um, yeah, of course. Thongs, yeah. thongs yeah. and short thongs shorts. Thongs and shorts. Like, yeah. Standard girl stuff, right? (laughs) Safety first. But see, that's the comments as well that I get. People on Instagram, because I do a lot of modelling as well, and they're like, oh, is that what you wear working on the bike? Or if I wear normal clothes, they're like, oh, where's the lingerie? You should be wearing that working on your bike. It's like, okay, come on now. Yeah, right, come on. Yeah, yeah. Or that's not really your bike. Is that your boyfriend's bike? Like, honestly. Uh, I see plenty of fucking dudes out there without their shirts on, like, working on their bikes. We in, love like, it. You know? <laughs> and it's like, cool. Sick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess that's the thing. Like, um, women in riding. Um, I know there's, like, a couple of groups. Like, I, I definitely feel like when we go cruising, we're 100% inclusive. Yeah. Like, I don't, we don't fucking care what you ride. We don't fucking care what your fucking, you know, pronouns are. Like, it's not about gender. It's like, we don't care what your fucking pronouns are. Like, yeah, you, if you show want to up come and ride, you guys something cool. Yeah. At you the know? end of the day, come have fun. Um, and then I know that there is, like, a couple of other, like, there's Miss Bobba, which is another local babe who is promoting, like, chicks on bikes as well. Um, and there's then, leaders in Brisbane. Yeah, leaders. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's actually a couple others that I keep that I keep popping up on Instagram. Yeah. Like fucking, I so want to go to Melbourne and go to that Sheila's Shakedown. Oh, I think that would be so. Much oh, fun. looks so epic. I've got friends that go to that, and they're like, they don't even ride. They're just like, it's fucking just an insane event. Well, honestly, that's the same. Maybe we need to do one up here. Well, <laughs> to give these guys a little plug, Sunshine Coast have held south, and they put on some unreal events. It's old school biker shit. Like, yeah. You don't get that anywhere else. You go no. for a gnarly ride with everyone. They're real inclusive. And if you're a girl, like, they'll, like, keep an eye out for you as the male, make sure that you're safe. But other than that, they'll, like, fucking send it. <laughs> yeah, fucking go for it. Yeah. So I guess what would be one of the things or, like, what would be some of the ways that you have dealt with, like, the hate? Uh you have a bit of a bitch, you have a drink, and you get on with it. Yeah. At the end of the day, what do you do? You can't bite back because you look like a dick. You just... Honestly, I treat them like I kill them with niceness. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, doll, I'm so sorry you feel that way. That's fine, though. I'll be better mm-hmm. next time, I promise. Yeah. Um, sort of a bit of tug-in-cheek, and what can they say back to it? Yeah. Nothing. And same thing. Like, I've had an experience on TikTok at the moment with a couple of my videos, and people are just commenting, like, random hate and shit, and I'm just like... Thanks so much for your comment. You're like, oh my god, you made my day. Yeah, I just leave like a little love heart. And it's like, what can they do to come back with that? Nothing. Um, And so like if somebody wanted to sort of get into bike building or into just riding, like what would be your best advice there? Um, Two totally different scenes. If you want to get into riding, start off on the dirt. 
Um, yeah. I'm not saying dirt bikes themselves, but honestly, don't go on the road until you're comfortable. The road is a scary place. The road fucking hurts. It hurts when you hit it. We've all done it. Um, practice in your mate's paddock. Find some acreage. Find a bike that you are comfortable on. Make sure you don't get something too big. Make sure you can touch the ground both feet yeah, when you're 100%. learning. Yeah. Um, but honestly, have fun. Like, that's all... I know it sounds so cliche, but riding is fun. You're not meant to be scared of it. Like, you have to be cautious and respectful of the machine and the road that you're on. But it's the best, most exhilarating feeling in the world when it's just you, your bike, and the open road. Oh, I just love, like, I just literally, I feel like my brain just goes, the second I put my helmet on, oh, yeah. my brain just, like, goes to a completely different fucking place. It's called throttle therapy for a reason. Oh, fucking oath. Like, it's so good. Um... Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like, and obviously, like, people can hit us up and, you know, you guys know where to find me on socials and obviously I'll have Kaya's links and shit in the podcast and you can follow along and you can watch this bike build. Like, I'm fucking desperately waiting for this fucking bike <laughs> to be finished. Because uh, then there'll be a Harley sitting here that maybe I can ride. Uh, <laughs> hey, I didn't say I wouldn't ride one. I'm just not going to buy one. No, that's right. Honestly, a Harley between your legs is better than a vibrator. I'll tell you that much for free. If, oh, mate, yeah, fucking, yeah, you can get good seats too, that's for sure. Anyways, that's a, that's a, whole, other pod, that's a whole other podcast, I think. Um, but, yeah, what, okay, let's leave us with something, like something, I don't know, inspirational, I don't fucking know. What do you, you put me on the spot. What do you want to leave the babes, the badasses who listen to my shit talk? Don't leave it just to the boys. Yes. We can do it just as good. Yeah. If not better. Yeah. And fuck the haters. <laughs> yes. Fuck the haters for sure. And I definitely as well, like, I love for us too. Because, like, I've got a son, obviously. So there are times that, like, when, you know, we go on cruises, but everyone's like, oh, you can come along. Like, yeah. you can just come along in your cool car. I'm like, well, I'm lucky, but both my cars are fucking cool. Exactly. So we, you can still cruise along. Like, and I think that's the thing is, like, just connect with people. If you know somebody that rides and you want to ride, reach out. And honestly, like, everybody that I know that rides is so friendly and so nice. And they will take the time of day. If you ask them to teach you how to ride, they'll teach you. Yeah. They'll spend the afternoon with you. I've done it with a couple of girls now. And mm-hmm. it means the absolute universe to me when I've had girls come up to me, even some of my close friends that are like, babe, you've inspired me to get on a bike. You've inspired me to ride again. Like, I had an accident, but you inspired me to get back on. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, that is the best heartfelt feeling in the world and i'm just out here doing my thing following in my dad's footsteps and helping yeah. other women do it as well yeah so, fuck yeah kind of a nice feeling it really is and it's community it's family yeah. you know and like you said it, yeah. oh, it is an underwritten family 100 percent. yeah yeah so yeah thanks for listening guys and we will see you in the next episode bye